Welcome, my fellow wannabes, to my channel. As you may know, I am Gabriel Fast, and I am the wannabe critic. If this is your first time here, I encourage you to subscribe, slap like, and let me know what you thought of this video. So a lot of you have probably subscribed because you know that I'm very passionate about music, and I'm very passionate about talking music, when in actuality, I have a passion that is just as equal, if not greater, than talking about music. And that's talking about comic books. So today what we're going to be talking about is one of my favorite comics ever. Um, I actually just reread it the past couple of days. And I picked up a lot this next time through. But we're going to be talking about The Court of Owls, which is actually one of my favorite stories. I think a lot of people take for granted the fact that comic books do have some of the best superhero stories ever told. If that's your type of thing. I mean, you know, most of these Marvel movies and these superhero movies that are so cool. Do you ever think about the fact that there might be a time in a generation whenever people may not know that these came from comic books first? I don't know, just something I've thought about before. Kind of do forget about, you know, the source material at times, but I'm very passionate about where a lot of these stories have come from and um, I want to talk about it on this channel. So welcome to my first comic review. So The Court of Owls is kind of a bold take from writer um, Scott Snyder and Greg Capello. Is that, how do you even say his name? Greg Capullo? Capolo? I don't know how to say it. But anyways, it's really, really groundbreaking stuff. Kind of added some new elements into the whole DC universe as a whole and kind of introduced some ideas that really, it didn't necessarily split the fan base, but it definitely, people had their opinions about adding a new wave of villains into the series and uh, into DC Comics because it is a groundbreaking, earth-shattering event that happened. So the comic starts, and this was right at the beginning of DC's New 52 stories they were telling back in like 2011 through 2014 or whatever. And I mean, they had a long, long run before they actually reset the universe again. So the comic starts out basically we have kind of a an arrogant Batman slash Bruce Wayne. We see him kind of being careless in a lot of his endeavors. Basically kind of harkening back to the year one Batman who had that same mindset of being kind of cocky and you know has it all figured out and all this stuff. After all it is kind of like the reset button and starting from the beginning in a new universe so it's kind of hard to wrap your mind around that sometimes but it starts out with a string of murders that have happened. Batman is a homicide detective after all, the greatest detective in the world. And we see that it's been kind of suspicious, these murders that keep turning up. Batman continues to investigate what seems to be an old wives tale, folk, children's bedtime story that's come to life. And that's where the Court of Owls come in. It was the idea that the Court of Owls were always watching you, and if you weren't good, then they'd send their talent after you, which 
the Talon being an assassin that you would never know when he came and when he left. So kind of a, a spooky thing. There's a lot of facts in this comic that I didn't really think about or even really know about or I didn't remember from my first time that I read it. Did you know that owls are natural predators of bats? So you have some kind of symbolism and imagery there. Owls also move into abandoned nests or into the nests of rival birds. I thought that was kind of interesting as well. And they don't build their own nests. So literally they are very aggressive birds and I never really even knew that. So why am I saying that? Without spoiling too much in the comic, we see Batman in a very vulnerable position as the comic goes on because this Talon, long story short, he thinks that it's just a wives tale. There's no way it could be real. Well, the Talon is coming after him and in many ways he is being bested. Hand-to-hand -hand combat, the Talon is besting him. Like, even whenever he goes to investigate and try and find out where this, where this guy is, it always seems like the Talon is one step ahead of him. So it just makes for interesting reading and really interesting writing. Um, and it kind of makes me wonder where they even really got this idea to do this. But the Talon's a scary guy. I mean, he's big. He's, big, he's bigger than Batman. And you really do get the sense that he's a natural-born predator born literally to just keep Batman in line. The story goes super deep with this comic and basically you find out that like the found the founders of Gotham City and people who basically helped build Gotham City, the Waynes helped build Gotham City and all of those business partner basically made up this like Illuminati of the Court of Owls this is exactly what it was and they're kind of pulling things behind the scenes and kind of pulling the strings and running the show. Batman kind of is just interfering with what they want to do. Bruce Wayne's like great great grandpa or something like that ended up going crazy because he thought that the owls were in his house and in his walls stalking him and always keeping an eye on him and people just thought he was crazy. Well, Batman goes to investigate and it does end up finding out that all these old Wayne buildings that were built like a century ago, the Court of Owls had been keeping tabs on everybody and had been placing their talons in those areas and in those buildings. So basically you have a talon or a group of talons that have just been chilling in Gotham City under the radar for God knows how long, keeping tabs on everything, including Batman. So it kind of shows panel to panel, he goes from all these different nests, as they call them, and it's basically, it reminds me of like a bat cave. Like each of these Wayne buildings has a bat cave in it. So they've been keeping a close eye, they know exactly what's going on in Gotham City. It definitely gives you kind of a creepy vibe, and really, you see, you see Batman super duper vulnerable in this comic. There's one portion, I don't want to get too deep into it. Even as a reader, you're kind of like, what the crap is going on? So it's a really, really interesting dynamic that they decided to tackle with Bruce Wayne's sanity and Batman's sanity and putting him in a vulnerable light. And I thought it was awesome. I thought it was really good writing. So did you read The Court of Owls? Have you read The Court of Owls? It's, it's pretty old now. Um, I obviously can't get super duper deep into detail and obviously my my thoughts are kind of scattered all over the place and I don't want to go play by play by play, but the premise is supposed to be generally interesting and I'm trying to get you to want to read it because it's a pretty sweet comic. It's worth mentioning that it is kind of darker subject material and subject matter. I mean, some of the scenes where the bodies of the murder victims are being, you know, inspected and uh, autopsied, um, it kind of reminds me of something you might see out of Law and Order, so that's something to keep in mind if you have younger readers or if you are a younger reader. There's some disturbing stuff in there. So as always, thank you for preparing yourself for a plethora of hot takes and potentially unpopular opinions. I am Gabriel Fast. I will always be the wannabe critic. Ah!